Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. 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 Ready. Set. Go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Coe here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five, all the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com, man, they're giving you free money, five bucks just for signing up. Plus, you would help me and this program considerably if you use my promo code CO to have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. Super fun game, super simple game to play as well. I mean, it's simple stuff like, will Gardner Minshew throw for more than 265 and a half passing yards? Who's going to score more fantasy points, Devontae Parker or James Robinson? I mean, it's just, it's either or. You're picking this, you're picking that. It's so simple, so fun. It's, it's a fun way to play daily fantasy sports and a fun way, a little added juice when you watch football. As well. All right, state and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, let's go. Week two. Oh my goodness, man. It was the fantasy football equivalent of Black Monday, man. A massive stock market crash of the game's top stars. Saquon out for the season. ACL. CMC out potentially four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Cortland Sutton out for the year. Torn ACL. Raheem Mostert, who's a top five running back in PPR through two weeks out with an MCL injury. We don't know for how long. Hopefully it's not too long, but probably a couple of weeks here. Paris Campbell, he exploded onto the scene week one. He's likely out for the season with his own MCL injury. Sterling Shepard potentially has turf toe injury. How long he'll he'll miss, we don't know. But remember Devontae Adams, he missed four games last year with a similar turf toe injury. And, and, And oh, speaking of Devontae Adams, he tweaked his hamstring, his status for week three, unclear as of Monday night. Look, if I'm organizing my waiver wire priority list I'm looking to add Mike Davis first and then Jarek McKinnon and then Daryl Henderson and then maybe possibly Devontae Freeman and I'll explain Davis and Reggie Bonifant are going to serve as a committee to replace CMC obviously not ideal but considering Bonifant was on the practice squad given their respective skill sets I think Davis should be the lead back with Bonifant mixing in I wouldn't go crazy with Fab tonight, okay, on Tuesday night. But Davis is worth a high waiver priority pick. He plays in a Carolina offense that is moving well and playing at a high pace as well. They're a top eight team in total yards and total offensive plays. So the yardage is there. The offensive you know, volume is there as well. And if McCaffrey does miss six games, Panthers got a nice schedule, okay? They see the Falcons twice, and they'll see the Cardinals as well in that six-game stretch. And how do I say this delicately? The, 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 the Falcons and the Cardinals, their defense is... Uh, they're, they're trash, <laughs> okay? If Raheem the Dream misses extended time, it sounds like Tevin Coleman's going to miss extended time as well. I, that's why I really like Jerk McKinnon. San Francisco, you know, speaking of schedules, they've got the Giants, Philly, and Miami coming up over the next three weeks. Man, that's a very very favorable schedule. And Jarek McKinnon, he's a big play threat running in a Shannon system that consistently produces big plays. That's not bad. Even if Mostert does come back, if Coleman is out for a month or whatever it is, this gives McKinnon standalone value in what should be a 50-50-ish split. I mean, even let's say a 60-40 split with Raheem Mostert leading the way. That's not bad, but I think just because of the injury and all those things, I, I think 50-50 um, is, a, is actually a conservative estimate 
for Jet McKinnon. Look, if someone cut Daryl Henderson, he's absolutely worth a high waiver pick. He looked fantastic in week number two. Cam Akers dealing with a separated rib cartilage. Ouch. Malcolm Brown, a broken pinky. We're not sure how long either of Brown or Akers will be out. And and Sean McVay even made it sound like they could be both back uh, and available here in week number three. But while that may be true, can we use our brains a little bit here, okay? Malcolm Brown needs to play with a splint if he is going to play. That's not ideal for a player that, uh, I, I don't know, needs to hold on to the ball? Uh, separated rib cartilage? I mean, sheesh. It could be a flak jacket and a paint shot, but again... That's an injury where, look, if you've got Daryl Henderson running well, maybe it makes sense to ease the rookie back in. Maybe you rest him flat out for a couple weeks. Who knows? And this Rams offense, man, I'm telling you, they're back. Okay, they're back. You want a piece of this backfield. Henderson, a terrific athlete, highly productive at Memphis. He racked up 2,200 scrimmage yards his last year for the Tigers. This dude can absolutely play. All right, we move on to New York. Um, or maybe undisclosed location because I see a lot of people adding Freeman and I get it, but at the same time, I, I don't get it, if that makes any sense. I'll explain. Look, he reportedly met with the Giants, okay? They obviously have a need, but what does Freeman have left in the tank? Of that, I am not that sure. I get the opportunity. The Giants have a decent O-line, and if he's in shape, Freeman could possibly maybe see solid volume there. But similar to the Carolina situation, I think it's more likely we're going to see a committee. Freeman and Deion Lewis and maybe possibly Wayne Gallman forming some kind of gross running back Voltron. Okay. By the way, this assumes Freeman even gets signed, which I don't know. That's not a guarantee, is it? It, it, I, I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. Look, if you want a sneaky little wide receiver ad, um, I do kind of sort of like K.J. Hamler. Again, I I would spend minimal fab money on him. uh, And in waiver priority leagues, I'm not burning a whole, you know, high waiver pick. But maybe maybe you're doing the whole degenerate wait till midnight Adam as a free agent thing. I don't know. But Denver drafted him in the second round out of Penn State. Obviously, they like him. He didn't run the 40 of the combine, but it's generally accepted he is an absolute burner, possibly high 4-3 speed. He's only 5'9", 178 pounds, so I don't see him as a consistent outside guy. But, man, with that speed, that speed, I think they're going to find creative ways where you would hope that they find ways to keep him on the field with Jerry Judy. Maybe Jerry Judy mixes in outside as well. I don't know. We'll see. With Cortland Sutton out... Now, for the year, there's certainly volume to be had in that passing game. We saw it in week number two. Hamler saw seven targets. So, again, sneaky little ad. I do like KJ Hamler. I don't know if he's playable week three, but but we'll see. All right, that's it for me. If you want to follow me on social media, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm going to be posting prop bets and, and my favorite plays of the week as well. Matchup plays for you, those of you in fantasy, daily fantasy, or, or whatever it might be. Fun little play. Look, Colbets got absolutely throttled <laughs> in week two, but we're going to bounce back. We're going to bounce back in week number three. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at James D. Co. We'll see you.